lot going on here. I'm anxious to hear what Adam Berg has to say about all, a lot of events going on in the world and the news and his life and in his kitchen. You know, Bronco Henry was telling me that he wants to hear all about the way Adam prepares his sausage. Hey, Bronco Henry, what do you mean? Adam Burns, show the pants, they're throwing down! Like I said, top of the show, the name of this show is Throwing Down, and I do this show with my good buddy, Mr. Adam Burns. The mouth of the south, he's the cock of Little Rock, he's the Browns of Taunty Town. He likes to he likes to get down in Taunty Town, Mr. Adam Bird. Hello Adam Bird, how are you? Hey Joe. I'm good. You know, not to not to do a behind the scenes thing, but the music is really loud and your voice is really quiet. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my... It's funny that you say that. I've noticed there's something going on with my microphone. How does it hear to everybody? It could be the way you're hearing it, though. How did it sound to y'all there in the Discord link? Well, now it sounds okay, but when you first turned on the the music, mm-hmm. um, you were super quiet, and uh, and the music was super loud. Yeah, I think it has something to do, I swear to God, with my... Because my input is at 100%. But I noticed that my levels are really low. Let me try something here. How are my levels now? I mean, you're better... Yeah. I mean, look, I can raise my gain. I just raised my gain there, but it's like... This is a new thing that's been happening. My gain has to be super high. Yeah, you're better. You're better now. Yeah, but then you're going to hear all kinds of sounds. You know, Bronco Henry told me you'd say something like this. Oh, I was like, who is Bronco Henry? But that's the guy That's the guy on uh, Power of the Dog, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. That movie Did you that see I it? hated. Oh, you hated Power of the Dog? Oh, God, it was so horrible. Wow. Because I just hate, I don't know, I just hate, it was too very art, artsy-fartsy and, and like people minute. being mean the whole movie and there's no point. This just sounds like a it's show just, you do with Daniel Brewer. But, but Adam, I digress here. What I want to know is uh, you, 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 uh, you claim to be a movie aficionado and theater aficionado and you read books like Da Vinci Code. And uh, so what, what is this whole new thing now? No, I don't claim to be an aficionado. <clears throat> I'm, I like musicals, but I am not a musical snob. I'm a, a mm-hmm. an everyday man. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like, oh, it has Patti Lapone, the best Broadway star ever. I've got to love this show or something. I'm just like a, you know, every day I play trumpet. I like to watch musicals, but I may not like every single one. Mm-hmm. I go to movies, yeah. but generally we like, you know, movies that everybody would like, you know, action, horror, like, you know, but normal, you trashy think, movies. Don't you think the kind of mistake you're making 
is that you think there's almost a solipsism going around here that you think that whatever you like must be what the popular people like. Now, I'm not saying that's not true, but what did you say then now you're with the Hoy? No, I said, I said the every man, not, you know, not, I'm not saying that I have the popular opinion. I'm just saying, you know, there, there are people out there who are really, huh? Isn't that what the every man would imply? I don't know. I'm just saying words, Joe. Don't, I mean, don't analyze them too much. Anyway, regardless, mm-hmm. everyone, the Power of the Dog has a wonderful Rotten Tomatoes score. It's probably going to win Oscars. Mm-hmm. I hated it. So hated it. Why did it. you hate it? It was boring. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of mean people. Mm-hmm. It was slow. Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't much of a story. It was mm-hmm. very, uh, I mean, it was just very like simple story that there wasn't much. I don't know. It's just, I, I didn't like it. Mark didn't like it either. So, uh, and it's, be- well, it's got beautiful scenery. If Mark didn't like it, well then I don't know what we're going to say now. Well, I'm just saying I'm not the only one that didn't like it. We both watched it mm-hmm. and we both didn't like it, but my opinion is probably everyone else will probably like it. Because Here, here's the deal. It got rave reviews. Here's the deal. This is what, I, and this is my this is my honest opinion here. Um, we're gonna do a minute of spoiler alerts. All right. So just because it has to do with what I have to say right here. So uh, I'm gonna play some music. Uh, if, you, if you hear music right now, it's a spoiler zone. Okay. What I will say is, I think and. The gay men that I know that are like this, and you happen to come from Pride 48. We're going to talk about Pride 48 today. I think you're mad they didn't fuck. No, I'm not. I didn't. I don't care if they fuck. I I didn't like the movie. If they had fucked, I still wouldn't have liked the movie. I can go watch a porn. I don't need fucking in a movie to like it. No, I just didn't like the movie. Not, Not one bit of it did I like. After we were done, I was like, man, that was a wasted 90 minutes or how, however long we spent. Just did not enjoy it. I'll tell, I'm going to tell you something. I don't hate it as much as you did, but I think I, uh, I'm closer to like than not like, but I do think it's way overrated. I, I just, it was not interesting to me. And it was just about a mean cowboy, basically, who was a closeted homo who can't hmm. live with his hmm. you know he's probably huh. going to pray he's probably going to turn straight right before he dies and i can't i can't have it joe those kind of people well did he <laughs> did he pray before he died i mean maybe but that is the kind of person he was so you're saying you don't like to watch things that have mean people you don't you don't like it when there's a gay person who's mean to a weaker person you don't like to be around that uh, how dare you? I, I know where you're going with this. I, I know where you're going. Uh, sure well, I, I see it in like. your face. I see it in your face. I just want to know the kind of movie you like. Um, I like all different kinds of movies. I just didn't like that movie. All right. Well, anyway, Adam Burns, what's been going on with you? How are you doing? Well, I'll tell you what, Joe. The other night, mm-hmm. I um, I was editing some audio, I think. I don't know. I was doing some something on my computer. Mm-hmm. I need to clear my throat. Hold on. Sure. 
Adam Bird is going to clear his throat. What we in the business do is we like to fill the dead air. Uh, one of the things I'm doing, and I'm trying to find there's a volume effect that I can do that can boost my volume, and I'm trying to find it. Okay. And yeah. so uh, – and we also hit a mute button when we clear our throats. But, um, pr- you know, pros. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was at my computer doing something. Mm-hmm. How is this, and, by the way? Is uh, louder? I think you're a little louder. It's hard to say, but okay. how yeah, is this? Is this you, louder? Yes, you are louder. You are louder. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Without hearing a bunch of background noise. But anyway, so I, for whatever reason, and you're not going to believe this. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably, probably will not believe it, but it is the truth. I'm not a liar. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay. So I, I think I'm just going to go over to Discord and see what's going on in Afterthought oh. Media Land. Yeah, let's talk about this. And uh, I don't know if I was just going to – because occasionally I'll pop into the Throwing Down channel because people will be talking. And generally, yes, I do not use Hold Discord on. generally. Before you say anything, I need you to be careful because you were listening to a show that's not meant for everybody. So when you get to things, let me let me talk for you. But go ahead. Oh, I'm not going to talk about I, – I don't even remember what you were saying. I'm going to tell you because this is one of my There's topics. no spoiling that I could – like I can't do any spoiling at all because my memory is horrible. Mm-hmm. But I literally see this um, this premiere thing and I think, you know, I wonder if I rate as a premiere person because I'm a host. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get paid or anything like that. Um there, I gotta, you know, grab perks where I can. Yeah. So sense. I thought, I wonder, I wonder if I can get in this channel. Sure. And uh, so I click on it, uh-huh. and I start hearing you talk. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool! I can get in here. Cool, a perk, you know, for being a host, I get to, you know, hear behind the scenes stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, immediately, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Who told Adam Burns that he can get in this – I don't want Adam Burns in here. I yeah. talk about him on this whatever show that I'm mm-hmm. doing right now. Like yeah. I don't want him in here. Mm-hmm. Who told him? Yeah. You know, all this kind of stuff. And I don't know. I was just talking about Adam five minutes ago and now yeah. he's in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much drama. Well, yeah. I listened to the rest of the show mm-hmm. and it was enjoyable. You know, I didn't really understand because I don't know all the behind the scenes stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I just – first of all, why so much um, hatred for me listening to a, you know, a channel? No, no, there was no hatred for you listening to the channel. So let me explain. I'm going to tell you all the behind-the-scenes tea. People here will hear them. I think the people here might know about the behind-the-scenes tea. But there was a time – I can't remember how long ago – when the past year – so there's a, okay. So there's different levels, Adam Burns. There's the basic tier, premium tier, executive tier, exclusive tier, expensive tier. Okay. And it used to be up until recently that the executive tier got a show called This Joe Batant, which was, which was my version of Geeky Gay. Okay. It's my personal journal. All right. But we had a, we shifted some privileges, some tier privileges at the beginning of the year. And this Joe Batant moved up a tier to the exclusive channel. Okay. Okay. So 
I was doing this Jobatans in the exclusive tier. Now, back when it was in the executive tier, I was on there, and I just speak my mind, much the way you do on Geeky Gay, okay? This is months ago, months and months ago. And on there, I was talking about, you know, I think out loud about the show and the network and all of that, is about that I have certain shows on the network, and some are more expensive than others, Okay, and uh, there's one show that it's the Drag Race UK show. And that is by far, hands down, the most expensive show on the network. And what I was actually talking about was that I don't... Wait, expensive to produce? Yes, expensive to produce. Okay, okay. I don't have any sort of metric to tell whether that show does well or not, because every platform it's on... People are subscribed to it any, anyway. Does that make sense? So uh, on the public feed on which it's a show, they're already listening to drag. They might download it. It shows as a number. But I don't know if they listen. And same thing on Patreon. I don't know if they listen. I don't know how po- how popular some shows are. I have to trust my gut feeling. And I was talking about how I have to do some thinking because the Drag Race UK show is super expensive to produce. And... um I, but I don't know what the metrics are. Well, some, and this is for a, a not a private show, but it's for a somewhat um, private show, and that's only for, at the time, executive tier and above. Well, somebody, there's a mole among us, okay, took that show that they would not have access to and sent it to the Drag Race UK boys. So that when I was... In a conversation with them about the next season, they brought it up that I had said that and used it as a bargaining chip. Okay? So now I've been aware that there is a mole among the people, at least in the executive tier and above. So now this Joe Batanz is exclusive tier. And what had happened was somebody, and I'm going to keep it vague on purpose, somebody reached out to me and, and... really upset me and totally critiqued the network just read it for filth okay kind of like um who was that guy you know who i'm talking about uh the univos guy oh yeah who hates me yeah because yeah yeah yeah, yeah. someone uh-huh. did a, someone pulled an univos on me right and i was saying so i'm gonna tell you what i said i said you know, it really, really upset me, and I was he because especially since he he said things, he mentioned things that uh, that I've been aware of as a problem, but for one reason or another, either I have not fixed them or have been unable to fix them. Okay, all right. And I said, now I'm going to tell you right now. Trigger warning. Okay, <laughs> I use you and Daniel as an example. And I said, my fear is I don't want to become, like, stuck in my ways. And I feel that Adam and Daniel at Pride 48, people... Now, I wasn't talking about Univos, by the way. I've talked about other stuff that I don't want to get into. I don't want to tell Pride 48 business on the air. Where people have made suggestions, and you and Daniel just dismiss them out of hand, and will just instead tell you, or tell the person, why that won't work. They won't even consider it. If it's not done the way they've always done things, then uh, 
they won't do it. Okay. And you can, oh, I, get, I'm, I'm, I get that. You and I have talked about that a lot and you've even given me ideas. And my response is I don't want to build it to this huge thing. Yes. It's a hobby. Yes. Yes. And, and I don't have time. Yes. So yeah. Yes. So, so anyway, so I say so it, it wasn't really offensive, but it, I was just saying I, I have to, cause here's the deal, Adam. No, here's the deal. Cause what I was saying was, I that's the that's my tendency is it's my baby to want to protect it but is it one of these things where I do have to listen to outside uh opinions and do have to take that into consideration you know pride 48 is an open network but it's also very it's your, your little family and that's you're fine with it being that you're right you made that point yeah so what's funny is I say that and within 3 minutes your name <laughs> Which never is in the live channel. I swear on my friendship with you, Joe. I I don't know. I don't know most of the afterthought people. I'm not in communication with any of them. Mm-hmm. No one told me anything. Mm-hmm. I was just I literally went to look at the throwing down channel, which I do from time to time, and people mm-hmm. will tell you that occasionally I will just randomly pop in and say something or respond to something. Mm-hmm. I was looking and I noticed that there was a voice channel going on. I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder if I can get in this. I mm-hmm. swear to God. Yeah. So. Well, I have to believe you, but it was just a very, yeah. very convenient moment because we've, there was something, I mean, they might remember in the Discord, people on the expensive and exclusive tier, some other mole thing happened. I can't remember what it is. So I was like, there is a fucking mole among us. And there have been things, I will say, that I've wanted to tell the expensive tier and the exclusive tier, and I can't because I'm like, I can't tell them because there's a mole. <laughs> so how do, have I always had access to that? Yeah, but now I changed it. You don't. Oh, I don't now? Well, no, I think what must have happened was you did an exclusive tier show. So we gave you access. And so now Humble Pie, Humble Pie and I met afterwards. And not just you, anybody who shouldn't have access to it no lo- no longer has access. Well, couldn't I feel like I deserve access because I do a show. Like I don't get paid. So what do, I mean, why don't I get access? I mean, I, I you do know, a no, show. No, 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 no. So what I, I haven't talked to Humble Pie yet. I really haven't. So it's funny that you say that. I haven't talked to Humble Pie yet, but what I've decided, because you're right. And let, let me tell you this, too. Let me tell you this. I mean, not that I want no, you to no, pay no, me. No, no, I, no, I don't no, want you to I pay know, me. No, I know, but I'm going to tell you something. People are going to know this now. Patreon has been bugging the shit out of me with the updates that are happening this year. And one of the things that I'm going to be able to do at some point in 2022, finally is gift subscriptions. So obviously every Afterthought host will be gifted a subscription um, to the... I haven't been able to do that. Patreon has not been able to do that. They're going to... I don't know what the technology is there, but they're going to get it in 2022. I think it has to do something with billing because they're changing how they bill things. I don't know how how that works. Okay. So... Anyway, so I just want to tell you... Nobody tell me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have Humble Pie, and she and I will talk later, I'm going to have Humble Pie make a This Joba Tants channel, and there will be a live and discussion channel there, and then that will be very closed off. Thank you. Okay. So what you're saying is you, you'd you like a place where you can talk about your co-hosts. Yes. That they can't, they can't get into. Oh, you know how many horrible you know, shows I've done about I, Taylor? But I mean, you know what? If If I... 
wanted to, yeah, I could pay. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. I and, told people, and I could yeah. get in, and yeah. I could change my name, and you would you not ever know. You don't have to change your name. No, but I'm saying like anyone could do that. Yes. So yes, I don't think. You know, well, anyone this, that you're talking about could do that. This and then conversation could, has come up before, and I've told them, if you want to pay, you're well, they're welcome to pay. <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, one thing I couldn't get into was the chat, though. I yeah. could hear you, but I couldn't mm-hmm. get in. I, I didn't even see a chat. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no – I was like, where is this chat going on? And oh, someone yeah. told me. I was yeah. like, I can't even see it. And what a great plug for the for Patreon. Guys – and 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 people who are in the expensive tier cuz they the expensive tier has access to everything please chime in with this if you like behind the scenes tea if you like behind the scenes drama oh my god every t- tier you go up you get access to more and more drama behind the scenes tea um uh how much well, is it oh no the expensive tier is closed off that's only allows so many people it's sold out i believe is, is expensive tier sold out can someone tell me if it's it's usually sold out it was like five thousand dollars a month or no, something the expensive tier i believe is thirty dollars a month yeah. oh that's not bad yeah. but but you don't but no you're right but we only let 30 people in exclusive tier is the only one that everybody can get into but that gets mostly everything anyway so um the funny thing is when i talk to you on the phone you tell me most of the drama oh anyway. yeah 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 so, oh, yeah. oh yeah you know like, what? you have a free you have free expensive tier you can <laughs> in fact you're above it because you get drama i don't even tell it's expensive tier that's know? true yeah. that's true i'll just call you sometimes and yeah. be like look i can't get in the expensive tier yeah oh no tell no, me yeah. the tea uh-huh a hundred percent that happens all the time so, yeah i mean um, as much you talk to me about taylor all the time oh i know Taylor's going to hear this in September and he's going to get, what have you been saying about me? You know, he's going to. Daniel, I don't know if you, you, I don't think you listen to Mix Minus, but but just an aside on Taylor, Mm -hmm. they have this ongoing thing about a hill at Disney because apparently when, when Taylor went to Disney with, uh, Taylor and Bob Lou went to Disney with Zach and Daniel. Yeah. And he made this big deal about not wanting to go this particular way mm-hmm. because there was this big, huge hill. Yeah. Daniel showed me a photo of the hill. It is a bri- a flat bridge. Please. If anything, maybe it's like, I don't know, one degree or something. I've heard about this hill. Taylor has told me about this hill and he's like, oh my God, this hill. And I'm like, I, I literally thought it was like uh, Mount Everest. No, something. there's no hill, Joe. No hill. It is the the antithesis of hills. Anyway, uh, that was it. I wanted to talk about that, but uh, what, what's been going on for you? That was what I was going to talk about with you. Oh, don't, uh, no, You don't, don't have anything else? No, that was no, it? no, I do. I do have some things. So I went to Disneyland. Uh, I've been to Disneyland two times. Once on Friday and once on Sunday. On Sunday, I went with the Johns and I went with Jay Ellis and his boyfriend, Paul. Right? And I'm going to give the full rundown of this on this Joe Batanz because there's so much drama. But one thing you should know, and this is so funny to me, is there is, if you want to talk about opposite people in the world, there's no one more opposite than evil John, John Paul's boyfriend, and Jay Ellis. Okay? And this is the one who who plays with dolls, right? Yes. 
Oh, okay. oh my God. Yes. So Jay Ellis and Paul and I meet up first and we go in one car to California Adventure. And then we agree to meet up with the Johns outside of California Adventure. Well, there was, this is not an interesting story, but there was a delay with the buses getting us to the park. But we get there. We're like 10 minutes late. So the Johns, in the meanwhile, went to the Disney store, World of Disney, and just hung out there for a bit. And we, we approach them and they're sitting there in front of the park and Evil John has an action figure. Like about a 12 inch tall action figure and he's playing with it. The same way a child would play with an action figure. Now, I want everyone to know, dear listener, Evil John is like 55 or 56 years old. Okay. So so he carries action figures around with him? John Paul bought it for him at World of Disney because he wanted it. Okay. Okay. So now so he, he had this new toy. He didn't like pull it out of his bag or no, something. No, no, no. He He's would. Like, okay. No, he would, though. He has in the past. That's not that okay. yet. There's always going to be a doll there. But he has this new doll. There may have been a doll. I said no. And he's playing with it the way like a like a little boy would be playing with a doll. He's like playing with it and moving it and like flying it around and everything, right? And Jay and Paul have John Evil John and Paul have met in the past. Now Jay's boyfriend Paul, okay, is you know what? Maybe a lot like what you would say about Mark. He's very, very quiet. He doesn't really talk much. He's more of an observer. Okay. Okay. And so he just sort of in not in the background, but he's not really like me. Jay and I, we can't shut the fuck up. Okay, we're just constantly telling jokes and one-liners. We're do, we're basically doing a podcast as we walk around California Adventure. So, I mean, isn't that why you became a podcaster? Is you generally are doing a podcast all the time, true, and you thought, "True, why make money at it?" True. I mean, no, you're yeah. right. So. What's f- okay? So one of the things that's kind of annoying about Evil John is, like, as an adult who goes to Disney, which is also a silly thing to say, but I like to have there be a very ordered way that we do it. All right. And Evil John is like a child. Okay. So they go from what he'll go to one attraction, then you walk to the other side of the park and you do this, and you go walk to the other side of the park and you do that, then you walk to the other side of the park. You're just con- I, I put in fourteen thousand steps. On Sunday. And it's not a big park. Okay. And we went to Corn Dog Castle. Okay. That's where we ate. We actually did it. Okay. We ate dinner. Corn Dog Castle? No, we, we had Corn Dog Castle for a snack. I've we, never heard of a place called Corn Dog Castle. Go to Disney's California Adventure and you'll see it. Yeah. So anyway, we had dinner at this Italian. We had a lunch. I'm sorry. Lunch at this Italian place. And then we had Corndog Castle, and then we saw the uh, the parade, some parade for uh, the Lunar New Year. Anyway, Evil John's like, I want to go on the, the Ferris wheel, right? And they have a Ferris wheel, and the Ferris wheel has two cars, okay? Uh, have you ever been on a Ferris wheel, Adam? Uh, yeah. Okay. And it has one car that's stationary, and then there's two other cars on each side, and they swing back and forth, Okay. Okay. I've never been on a swinging one. I, I don't really like Ferris wheels, but they're do you want to go on the swinging one? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go. And I'm, I'm, all, I'm all, how much does it swing? They're like, they're like, eh. and then Evil John's like, it swings a lot. Are you chicken? Are you too chicken to get on the Ferris wheel? And I'm like, no, I just want to know how much it swung, you know, whatever. Now, generally, 
Uh, now, I, I mean, there are different types of Ferris wheels. Um, but generally when I was growing up, it would be one of those that they set up in the, in a field. Mm-hmm. You know, like those traveling carnivals oh, yeah, or I whatever traveling. <laughs> so, I would never get on one of those. The, those now I wouldn't today. I wouldn't today, but mm-hmm. that's what I would have done. But now it's more like, you know, like at Vegas, they have that wheel that you can see the views of the city. Yeah. And they have it in London. The you know, Disney like the one is closer to that. Okay. Okay. So now we're in line for that Ferris wheel. And there's a separate line for the swinging and there's another line for the stationary. And as we're in line and we're waiting there, Evil John's like, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to tell the, the stationary ones that they're chicken. They're chicken, right? And I'm like, oh, what? Just calm down. Leave them alone, right? What are you doing? So now we finally get in the swinging car, okay? And Evil John's like, Joe, you're gonna, I hope you brought a vomit bag and stuff like that, right? Did he, did he want a seat for the, for the doll? He's you done know, that strap before. in the doll. He didn't strap in the doll, but he has done it before. <laughs> so anyway, the Ferris wheel starts moving, okay? First of all, what a big nothing, this swinging Ferris wheel thing. It's so like, whatever. I, the way they make it sound like, I thought it was going to be like, Whoa! no, it just goes, right? That's, that's all it does. Okay. The first time it does it, Evil John freaks the fuck out. He's like, ah, ah, and he like, spans his arms across the cage and he's like no 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 and everyone's just like get a hold of yourself what is wrong and the whole ride's like ah, ah. and i'm like the way this is the joke yeah. the way you describe him is like a developmentally challenged mm-hmm. um mean person yeah. like i like i don't I cannot believe he's actually oh god as out there as you describe him in person oh because let me tell you <laughs> this I, let me see if Jay will answer because Jay's I hope I want him to to weigh in because Jay now Jay is of uh, my friend he's met Evil John several times okay okay uh, and um, but this there's more to this story by the way I don't know if Jay's going to answer though. Can you guys hear his phone ringing? Yeah. Oh, hello. Hey, Jay, I'm doing throwing down right now, right? And I'm talking about California. Hello, hi. Jay says hi. Hello. He says hello. Anyway, so I'm telling the story about Evil John at uh, DCA on Sunday. Okay. And I'm talking about the the Ferris wheel. Remember how he's going to call him one chicken and then... <laughs> and you, you got a little scared as well, yeah. I wasn't scared. What are you talking about? Um, Who was the one that started talking about decapitation? Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, we're in this ride. I will say, I wasn't a scurred, but Jay was like, as the thing's going back and forth and swinging, and it wasn't that bad, Jay's like, there was a ride where someone got decapitated. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to... Go ahead. There famously was an, it was on Big Thunder Mountain. Like when I was a kid, I remember the story of like somebody was decapitated for standing up or doing something on that ride. And that's really the only instance of a problem that I've ever heard about for Disneyland. 
Anyway, I was like, well, I feel like I should mention this now while our cage is swinging to and fro. Anyway, so let me ask you, this is the question I'm really asking. So Adam says that the way I describe Evil John is that he sounds like a mean, mentally challenged person. And you have met him now several times. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. What is the reality? The best way I could describe him is imagine um, an adult in Arrested Development where they are... uh, still experiencing a very vivid childhood in a man's body. So basically a developmentally challenged 55 year old. I don't, I don't think that it's malicious. I don't think he ever would do anything mean or I think he's just like living bliss in a, I don't know how old he is, but he, he's, he seems a lot younger than he is. I think that is true. That way, people are always surprised when they find out he's like 55 or 56. Oh, is that what? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, um, but Jay, would you think made the movie big or something like that? Great comparison. Now, I was talking when we walked up and he had the Spider-Man doll and I was saying he was playing with it like a little boy. Yeah. Making it flip, um, <laughs> kind of over his head and like making it shoot webs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you go. You'll hear this tomorrow. Okay. All Bye-bye. right. Have fun. Bye. So, um, so anyway, so while we were sitting down, uh, eating a snack, not corn dog cast. I think we went and got some cookies. Well, there was a lot of eating on this, uh, oh, this yeah. little adventure. Mm-hmm. Lots of eating, and um, we just had a bunch of very small meals. Even lunch was sort of you a know, smaller meal. I can't imagine. Um, I can't imagine. Jay, I can't imagine Jay. Thank you. <laughs> was she just talking to him? My memory is horrible. I can't imagine Jay because I've seen him. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine him eating much. And I, I don't imagine him eating corn dogs at all. Jay didn't have a corn dog. I would see him dog. eating like a lettuce cup. Jay didn't have know? a corn dog. And he had, you know, he had a pretty, you know what? I, I would say of everyone at lunch, Jay had the biggest meal. He had a, a big lasagna. Okay. Um, everyone else just had like a really simple bowl of pasta. So anyway, um, so, okay. So we're sitting down eating and Aiden comes up, right? And, uh, so I showed them a picture of Aiden, but it's a picture of Aiden from a while ago. Okay. In the beginning of 2021. Okay. And, uh, in this picture, uh, Aiden's wearing, so, uh, he's wearing shorts, but they're, uh, very like, uh, package showing shorts. And I don't think they're on purpose. It just happens to be that. Like, his package is very prominent in this picture, right? Okay. So, I say, I'm going to show this photo. I don't know what to do, though, because I don't know if Aiden wants, you know, the, the, the package. You're going to see a lot of package here, right? And Jay, which I told Aiden that Jay is his biggest defender. Jay was like, no, 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 no. No, do not show this picture. Do not show this picture. And a- And Evil John was like, I want to see the picture. I want to see the picture, right? And so um, I say, you know what? Because Jay, Jay is like legit flipping out. No, 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 no. You know, like doesn't want to see the picture, right? I mean, he's wearing clothes. He's wearing clothes. He's, and I say he's a, wearing clothes. It's not like a porno shoot that not he did. Not a porno did. shoot. You know, it's not just a porno a shoot. Shorts. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you, actually. I'm going to show it to you on the on the camera, right? Okay. Okay. There it is. Oh. No, I mean, 
you first of all, I would be drawn to his face. Yeah. And not the and I don't I don't think it's I mean, yeah, I mean there's a bulge there, but the way he's sitting Anyone yes. would have a bulge yes. as well. I mean, no matter what you're wearing, he's yes. he's not wearing booty shorts or yes. something. You're right, right. So I mean, it's, it's no big deal. Exactly. Jay's freaking out. So I go, you know what? To make you comfortable, Jay, I'll crop the image. So I crop the image and I show them the picture. So I mean, I've I've uh, I'm not going to say who, mm-hmm. but I've um, I have actually saved naked photos that you wanted me to save mm-hmm. in the past you yeah. know for mm-hmm. i mean this this is nothing it's not like you know a usb drive with some oh that's right know, dick pics or something famously i had a usb drive that had all my like dick pics in it and it yeah. and it felt like uh, well, i don't know what you call it, it got corrupted so adam burns saved it for me thank you saved all your dick pics yeah so anyway so whatever like, we go about our day right this morning I get a text message from Evil John. And he's like, can I see Aiden's penis? And I go, what? (laughs) And he goes, I want to see Aiden's penis. And I go, why would you think? Okay, send me that picture of Aiden's penis. That picture. I go, what picture? (laughs) And he goes, the picture of Aiden's penis. I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Right? And he goes, the one you were going to show us at Disneyland? I go, that wasn't his penis. He was wearing clothes in that picture. And he goes, well, send me a picture of his penis. And then I went, no, I don't think Aiden would be comfortable with that. And then he goes, I was just kidding anyway. I can't believe you believed it. And I was like, all right, queen. Okay, Jennifer. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that is what is going on with me. Um, t- uh, Adam, uh, Adam. I still have not gotten my issue. Okay, wait, hold on. It's time for the cooking segment. Let me tell you something. I have still not gotten my issue. I called them. I called them. And you know what they told me? They can't do a reissue till February 10th. Well, they said the last one. Well, okay. You you told me in the last episode that they said, well, there's still time. Yeah, they still time. Because they're still going out until Feb something. February 10th. So, yeah. yeah. But I was able to make this dish. In fact, I have big news. This is the first time I think in Afterthought history I had forgotten to make it. Oh. But I had luckily all the ingredients. Adam, I made it right before the show. Here it is right here. I see it. So you had ricotta and marsala and... No, I used... It says you can use orange juice and I had an orange. Oh, instead of the marsala? Yeah, I didn't use the marsala. You know, I must not be a very detail-oriented reader, mm-hmm. because you always notice all these substitutions. Oh, Adam, it says you can use, you know, sparkling water. I never, or orange juice, or you can use this thing. And I'm like, where did you see? Like, I I just look at the ingredients. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's there. It's the but you're always box. like, there are substitutions. Where does it say that? Well, I'm going off the online magazine, because I don't have the actual issue. Um. Wait, it says it literally right above the ingredients. You can substitute fresh orange juice for the sweet marsala. Oh, I don't read that. <laughs> I just read the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need to. They need to put it in the list. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, you know, I'll, I'll talk about what I did first. 
I don't know what your now. I know I picked this dish, mm-hmm. but what is what is your opinion of French toast as a meal? Do you think you need to have something else with the French toast? Well, you're getting to my opinion of this dish. No, just in general, French toast in general. Like if you were if I were going to a restaurant, toast, I'd have it with like either bacon or sausage. Okay. Um. So I felt like there needed to be, but okay. So and Mark thought this was kind of weird. I want to ask you if you think this is weird. So I've been wanting steak. Wait, wait. <laughs> I've been let wanting me steak. Chewing for... and swallowing. Before you, I think you go where I think you're going. I I had wanted steak for for a while, and I haven't been cooking a whole lot because I've just been buying like frozen meatloafs and frozen, you know, chicken primavera or yeah. whatever, for, and you know, just heating stuff up basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wanted a steak. I wanted to cook a steak. I didn't want to go to a restaurant. So I thought, you know, French toast is a breakfast thing. So what I could do is steak and eggs and French toast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and so I made and, and because the French toast was using Marsala wine, I thought, you know what? I'll buy a filet mignon and then I'll or filets mm-hmm. and then I will make a Marsala sauce to go over the steak and then I'll make some eggs and because I had to buy ricotta cheese for the French toast I thought I'll mix in I'll fold in some ricotta into the eggs mm-hmm. and Mark thought that was a weird combination you were going to have it like not a separate meal but with the French toast no with the French toast I think that sounds really weird a very small filet like four ounces three or four ounces well, the size doesn't matter a scrambled egg and, and French toast I mean, I mean we'll I see think, what they say in the Discord. That sounds odd to you, me. So I did it. So I did that because, again, I could reuse the ricotta. I could reuse the marsala. Um, I bought tiny little, you know, yeah, like a Lauren says in the chat room, like a, a brunch buffet. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, you go to... Well, I think she's making fun of you. That's okay. I can take it as agreement. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you go to Cracker, like, let's say you go to Cracker Barrel, sure, or Denny's, mm-hmm. Denny's. Let's let's say Denny's, because mm-hmm. Cracker Barrel might be contentious. You know, I've never let's been just to say Cracker Denny's. Barrel. So uh, they you go have to a Denny's. Of crackers there? They, I don't think they have crackers. Oh, interesting. Um, maybe they do, but I, yeah, I, I've never even thought about why they named it Cracker Barrel. But anyway, regardless. Any of these places that have breakfast, mm-hmm. you will always see on the menu a steak and eggs dish. Yeah, but not steak and French toast. But usually what Mark and I will do, and maybe this is just us, and this is why I was like, why does he think this is weird? A lot of times we will both get a breakfast, and then the, if the French toast looks good, mm-hmm. we will get one French toast to share as kind of a sweet, mm-hmm. almost like a dessert. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's how I was kind of thinking of it. Anyway... Um, I found all the ingredients, no problems there. Mm-hmm. Uh, super simple. I will say this. Yeah. Um, don't taste the sauce right out of the pan. Oh my God, it's literally I, boiling and bubbling, Adam, like a cauldron. I, I thought I had burned the pistachios, and so I was like, oh, I'm just going to taste this. And I knew it was going to be hot. I knew it was, but I, I, I touched the tip of my tongue to the spoon. And I burned my tongue. So, uh, <laughs> yes. and then, you know, the rest of the meal was, was, uh, I had a burn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, I, it was good. I don't, 
French toast is so sweet. It, it feels like a dessert to me. Mm-hmm. You're right. So, so I liked it, but it's basically like dessert. Yeah. Um, this is what I'll say. It, the, the recipe felt like, I wouldn't say a cheat, not a cheat, but it felt like a, what's the point of this? Like French toast by itself is already decadent. Okay. Not decadent, but it's already sweet and dessert like, like you said. And if you, if you make good French toast, you know, have thick bread, day old bread, so it soaks up the custard and you, uh, you know, fry it up in the butter. That's already decadent enough, mama, right? Now you're adding a layer where you're putting orange flavored sugared, uh, ricotta cheese in like a sandwich. (laughs) It was like, I mean, was it good? Yes. Are they cutting off three of my toes tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> right? But I do, I really love ricotta, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying it's I, not good. I'm just saying, did it really need it? Did it really need it? Maybe not, because I feel like a French toast is already kind of creamy because yes. of the egg milk mixture. Yes. So you add the ricotta, and it's just extra creaminess in the yeah. middle. It almost makes it feel like it's not done in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like you had yes. soaked your bread for a really long time and then yes. you, you know, and then you're like, is this done? Yes. <laughs> because you bite into this and you're like, I don't know if this is eggy bread or yeah. ricotta. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't think it wasn't bad. It was good. Flavor wise, I would give it like a B plus, but I don't know if I'd make it again, which is funny because it's not even that it's hard. It's actually very simple. No, if you've got the ingredients, it's easy. Yeah. But it was just like, it was just a, a, a bit much. Because I was doing all that other stuff, I did do my mise en place. So I got out a mm-hmm. um, a, a pan mm-hmm. and a bunch of little ramekins. Mm-hmm. And I portioned my pistachios and my milk and my egg and, my, and put them all on the dish so that when I was ready to do them, I would have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, I know you don't have it, but it's your turn to select. Well, I have the magazine, though, through the Apple News Plus. Yeah. And I've already chosen it. And actually, we have a choice. We have a choice. Okay. They have a recipe. I don't know the page number. I'm looking at an online edition. But there is a recipe called uh, Four Easy Sausage Sandwiches. Okay. And they even say you could use pork or chicken sausage. And there's four different types. There's one that's sausage sandwiches with fennel and olive salad. They have one that's broccoli, raw, pickled peppers, and provolone. I probably won't do that. Garlic, garlicky mushrooms and provolone. And marinara and mozzarella. And um, that is what I am suggesting. It's simple. Okay. It's easy. Uh, and, uh, and you have your choice of what you want to make. There might be one that Mark doesn't. You might, you'll tell me which ones you made. I'll tell you which ones I made. Uh, I'm a librarian. Hopefully, we'll post the recipe in the Throwing Down channel. Uh, I will post a picture of my fr- stuffed French toast on Fab Food. What's wrong? Do you see this? Yeah, what happened? So, the, Adam's pages are stuck together. Were you masturbating to the recipe? <laughs> no. The magazine, several, a lot of the page not cut. Oh. But you it's like, like it they folded them up. Huh? You like things uncut. I do, but not that it's very, because I can't, and like, anyway, it's weird. All right, very good. I had to, but yeah, okay, well, sounds good to me. And that's the cooking segment. Now, Adam Burns, you you, you deflected. What's been, what's been going on with you? How's life with you? 
Well, because nothing's been going on. It, it know, may snow on Wednesday. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing is going on, but I've been having this. You know, I've talked about my parents a lot. Yeah. And, you know, how they've gotten more and more conservative and and less like I knew them when I was growing up or how mm-hmm. I thought they were. I, I don't know if they've changed or I was just, you know, didn't either. I was I don't know if I was more conservative myself when I was younger. And so it seemed OK or like, I don't know. And Fox News didn't exist. And so, you know, everything has changed. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are going through this. I have a question. I want you to be honest. Okay. Have you ever heard your parents use the N-word? No, I haven't. No. Honestly, I have not. Um, But, and this is not something that's going on, but it's just been in my mind, and I haven't mentioned it on any podcast, but I keep thinking I need to see my parents more often. Because we live close to them. Mm-hmm. They're getting older. I need to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. I love them. You know, they're not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. But I find myself finding reasons not to go over to their house. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I can't do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. Like, you know, and, and it makes me sad to, because, but I honestly, I don't enjoy spending time with them because of like how conservative they've gotten mm-hmm. you know and how not even, i mean conservative is not even the right word just like ridiculous you know fox newsy watching and so i don't know I, again not not something funny but I, I don't know if anyone else has experienced that where and i'm sure it's common when you grow up and your your life your um beliefs and uh, everything, you know, everything changes as you grow up and you you do your own research, you know, and you do your own learnings and everything. And you get and you get to that point where you're so completely different from your parents. And of course, you love your parents. You know, I love them, but I just I don't know. I don't enjoy, you know, my brother, he's a Trump loving Fox News watching. So, you know, he's calling my mom every day and texting. She, you know. But my mom and I are just not close anymore, I, I guess, because of all that. Anyway, that's what's been going on. I, it's been in my mind a lot because I'm like, man, I've got to start going over there more often and seeing them because I'm going to I'll be sad when, you know, when they die. And, I, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time with them, but I don't know. This is going to sound like a joke. But when one of your parents passes away, will you play taps at the funeral? <laughs> I'll probably like I'll probably play Amazing Grace. Oh, okay. But you will play it on the trumpet. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I already know when my grandmother died, I played somebody asked me to play Amazing Grace at her funeral. Mm-hmm. And then at after the funeral, her sister, my great aunt, my grandma's sister, came up to me and said, "When I die, will you play Amazing Grace at my funeral?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a funeral trumpet player now. So I'm I'm sure I'm sure I will. So how do you? I mean, how do you feel about? I mean, you live with your parents, so obviously you can stand them. Uh, no, but I've thought. Ooh, my gosh, what just happened there? Um. 
I've thought about what you've said. <clears throat> you know, right before the pandemic, I was going to move out. I mean, in a weird kind of way, I was glad I didn't. Because, A, I have friends who lived, you know, alone. And they literally went insane during the pandemic. So, I will say, being here has kept me sane. Even though they have definitely, and especially in the past few days, tried my patience with that. But it's one of these things, too, that I realize that when they pass, I will value this time that we had together. You know? Uh, yeah. Because, you know, like, one of the things that I can tell Aiden, I wouldn't say criticizes, but he doesn't understand, is that my family is very, like, every meal, we eat every meal together. And, like, it's not... You know what's so funny is, when you hear about the Mediterranean diet... So when you go and get McDonald's in the morning, you're getting them McDonald's as well? Uh, no, but if I, if I don't get McDonald's in the morning that much anymore, but when I do, I'll usually sit with them and have coffee or tea or something. Okay. So, but what I was going to say is that in many ways, except for what they eat, my parents very much do the Mediterranean diet. So like, I know part of the Mediterranean diet is that, you know, you, you have very long meal. You don't, you don't eat fast. You sit down and you talk and you have company and stuff like that. And also my parents inadvertently, uh, do that, um. What's that diet where you eat late breakfast for early dinner? Intermittent fasting. Oh, okay. Because okay. my parents eat dinner. We eat dinner around 6, 6.30. But they don't eat breakfast till like 10 or a.m. or 10.30 a.m. So, um... And they don't snack in between? No, I'm not a big snacker. My parents aren't really snackers either. So, but but every meal, though, is definitely sitting around, talking. Every meal is like 45 minutes long, Okay. And I can tell Aiden just, just does not get that. I can tell he's very, like, almost annoyed by it. But I actually kind of like it. We'll just talk about our day, what's going on. Lunch won't be as long, but definitely breakfast and dinner. Um, but it is something I think about. But I think where I feel sorry for you more is in terms of the politics. I mean, I'm lucky in that my parents are liberal, even though sometimes they say conservative things and I beat them into submission. But what... <laughs> Why do you you still feel comfortable having those conversations with your mom? Because of everything you say, your mom sounds like a decent human being. But well, yeah, she is. I mean, mm -hmm. she's not a monster. Yeah, I mean, they're not. I mean, they're de they're both decent individuals. No, you know me, Joe. I don't like confrontation. So I I feel like this is the thing. In general, I don't enjoy confrontation. Okay. So I don't enjoy having political discussions with anyone. Mm hmm. But I also am very much a want-to-please-my-parents sort of person. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel it makes it feel even worse when I'm having a conversation about something that I disagree with them on that I'm not pleasing them, you know, because I'm going against whatever it is that they – it's a very subconscious thing. It's not like I'm even thinking of it at the time, but it makes me feel very uncomfortable. And so – because and I, I guess maybe it's because my dad died when I was young and I – was it was just me and my mom for a while and so i just wanted to you know do whatever i could to make her happy mm -hmm. um after my dad died 
And so, and you could say a lot of jokes. No, I mean, nothing, you know, just like she had to work long hours. I would cook dinner or, you know, I would clean or, you know, whatever to help her out because she was, you know, a single mother and like all this kind of stuff. And so, so I think it just bled over into my adulthood that I just always wanted to make her happy. And so having conversations about stuff that we disagree on doesn't like, it just feels horrible. So and it, it, it's something I've sort of been interested in because Adam Vaught, his parents are wonderful, wonderful people. And I've said it, I've said this before on other shows. What's so funny is we paint, we on the left like to paint conservative, conservatives as these evil people. But I will tell you this 100% of the way. Throughout my life and my career and different career paths that I have, there have been no one more supportive financially, uh, advice-wise, you know, I don't know what you call that, than conservatives. I can name you several instances where conservatives, political conservatives, have stepped up to the plate and they gave me office space for free or they introduced me to people that, you know, publicized my... Um, business or introduce me to that person and so it's one of these things where we have to understand that not all conservatives are evil you know in fact most of the time i told you they've been very generous but i it, it and adam vaught's parents are a perfect example they're some of the most lovely people you'll ever meet in your entire life okay but for some reason they're intoxicated by this Donald Trump. It's something that I really don't understand. And I'm what I mean, like, in other words, I get Mitch McConnell and Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz because they're evil and whatever. But I don't understand that what when I see Donald Trump, I literally see a buffoon like Ralph Cramden on the Honeymooners or something, or Fred Flintstone. I see a fucking buffoon, right? Yeah. And it's weird to me that when I see what I see, I see a buffoon, and for some motherfucking reason, they see strength. And that's the part that boggles my mind. That's the part I don't get. Yeah, I get it. And Ramers in the chat room says the narrative is starting to skew to us versus them hatred. Yeah, and I and I and I agree. I feel like there's some middle ground that we could possibly, you know, and all conservatives are not horrible people. I'm just saying, you know, my parents have some things that just make it uncomfortable. And the other thing is, you know, Mark is Asian and, you know, yeah, he's Asian. And uh, so, you know, if they say something that's racist, you know, he doesn't feel comfortable. What? And so, or if they're, you know, or or whatever. And so, and I feel bad about him having to deal with uncomfortable situations as well. What does he say when they say uncomfortable things? Well, he doesn't say anything to them. Oh, really? You silent? Oh, no, no, I mean, he doesn't. silenced? He doesn't say anything to he talk i mean it's not like he just stays quiet but he doesn't really say like oh that's wrong have you asked him have you asked him why not well he's not having that conversation what did you say what are you playing um what (laughs) uh no he doesn't say anything he doesn't say anything so uh anyway so that's it. I feel that's another reason because I feel bad. I don't want him to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in situations. And so, and he and I are together all the time. So occasionally I'll sneak over there without him or something. But, but what about Mark? Because you still live relatively close to your parents, but his parents live half a world away. Does he have the same sort of like feeling? 
Um, there, I don't, his relationship with his parents is, is different. I mean, he doesn't, they don't really seem to broach difficult topics at all. It's a very, uh, but I don't want to speak for him, but just my impression of it is that, and I don't know if this is a cultural thing or if it's just the way they deal with each other, but he doesn't like, for instance, and maybe this is just a him thing, but he doesn't ask questions that he doesn't want to know the answer to. So if he doesn't, you know, if he thinks he's going to not like something they're going to say or his sister would say or something, he just won't talk about it. So it's it seems like a very kind of surface level relationship where everything kind of stays, you know. So, yeah, that's it. Oh, my God. Stop. (laughs) I love black people. Are you so bored? You're just going through your sound board now. No. So 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 why so why don't you invite your parents over for dinner or see them more often? I mean, you don't. No, I do. I mean, I do. Well, I used I do, mm-hmm. but here lately it's been a struggle for me. Like I need I haven't seen them since Christmas. Oh my gosh, it's been a while. And uh, except in passing, because you know I'll see my stepdad. He sings in the choir at church, so I'll see him sing. Your stepdad sings, but. <laughs> Why? Why is that funny? I don't know why I find that funny. My mom used to sing in the choir, but she has back problems and stuff. And so she always had to miss rehearsals. And so she stopped singing. My mom's actually was a choir director. So she, she sings, but anyway, so yeah, I haven't seen him in weeks and I need to go over there. But I'm just like, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, can you stop playing that song? It is bugging the shit out of me. Why? It's just like, it, it's hard to hear you with music playing, and it's just like, anyway. your stepdad yeah where did you get that recording i was just him yesterday yeah i didn't want to tell you though all right adam burns oh yeah sorry to bring it down no you didn't bring it down my question to you though is rupaul's drag race maddie morphosis your local town hero any thoughts there (laughs) well (laughs) well we've only watched episode one so, and it was so long ago that I don't even remember what happened in episode one. So I'll have to get back to you on that when I've seen more episodes. Why have you guys only watched episode one? <laughs> um, as So as I explained before, the streaming services that we use are not posting them at the moment. And we don't have cable. And so oh, yeah, we yeah, don't have... I knew there was somebody I needed to talk to about that. Text me after this. Okay, I'll text you. But anyway, so we don't, we don't at least now I have not done a lot of research, but Mark says it's not being released somewhere that we have access to at the Just moment, unless me, we have a cable subscription. Text me after the show. But you have to text okay. me. I don't remember. Okay. 
Anyway, why don't you give your socials there, Adam Burns? Uh, well, if you want to uh, hear more about my life, geekygay.com is my podcast. You can, uh, I, I, I'm really active on Twitter, so if you want to tweet me, it's geekygaytv. And uh, you can also send me an email, adamburns.uk at gmail.com. So. Well, I'm excited to see what you do with the sausage sandwiches. But, you know, uh, Bronco Henry was the one that picked that recipe for you. You know what? Mark loves a sausage. Um, hold on for a second. What did you say? I said Mark loves sausage. <laughs> you just wanted to clip that out. All right, we will see you. <laughs> Longanisa is one of his one of his favorite. All right, guys, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. <laughs>